Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's simple. All you have to do is go on your phone, go to the app store, and download Anchor. Um, there's a creation tool once you get started that's, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you like making money, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Thank you. All right, what's going on, y'all? Uh, welcome back to the JJ Sports Talk Show. We are, um, sadly, we're in episode 10 of the first season. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but, hey, season two better come out real quick. Um, but I'm happy today because we got a special guest. Uh, my cousin, Amaya Ransom. She was a D1 athlete at UNC Charlotte and... Is it North Carolina? All right, North Carolina, all right. Um, and uh, well, welcome on to the show, Maya. Thank you, thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. It's been a long, long time, like, since I saw you. Like, how you doing? Yeah, I've been doing pretty good. I think it's probably been, like, a year or two now since we've seen each other in person, so. Yeah, yeah, like, how you doing with the whole COVID situation? How you, uh, like, are you, obviously, you're healthy and stuff, that's good. Um, like, how you... Yeah. How are you coping with COVID? Because um, I know everything, like everyone's coping doing differently. Like how you, like so, how are you dealing with it? I'm dealing with it pretty well. When I go outside, you know, I try to stay safe. I wear a mask and just trying to, you know, find ways to unplug from the media and all like the numbers and stuff. It can be it can be a bit scary, and then you know, uh, stuff like it comes with anxiety and stuff like that. So I try to, you know, take with it what I can. For sure, yeah. The other day, actually, um, uh, me, and my brother, and um, our other friend uh, here in Jersey, we went to the courts, and it felt so good to be back in the court. Like, yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, like my arms are sore right now. Like, I was as Justin, I was wet in three. Yeah, <laughs> like, seen, you're playing like not. you're playing horse and shit, and like, I was just draining them shits, man. Like, nice. <laughs> but like my arms Either. are like I've been in the gym lately, so like, but yeah. it felt real good being on the, like on the court though. Um. But yeah, that's uh, another thing I'd be doing. I like work out and stuff, try to, you know, do a little fun. Yeah, because I got this uh Vegas trip because uh for my birthday, I'm going to Vegas. I, I gotta get I gotta start working out. Uh, yeah. August, so I gotta start getting uh like getting fit. But uh yeah. Yeah, but it's good to have you on though. It's uh I, I miss you, I miss you for sure. Like 100, 100. Yeah, for sure. I miss you too. But um, yeah, let's get right into it. So uh like tell the tell the audience, tell the fans, um like uh tell a little, a little bit about um like UNC Charlotte like playing for them and like and like just the women's aspect of it like just tell them like what it feels to be on campus and they'll play um and being a woman like in this generation um I mean yeah my time at Charlotte was pretty dope my experience was a positive one overall uh the campus is beautiful brick buildings they try to keep it like uniform with all the buildings and so that looks really really nice um what else the facilities are pretty nice we are considered like a mid-major b1 and so for for that to be in that sector the facilities were were really nice um yeah i love my teammates the coaches are real cool and genuine like you worked hard you was going to be on a be able to play like you produce points and stuff like that and play defense you were going to play um and yeah just like meant a lot to me to be able to represent charlotte and you know go out there day in and day out and you know put my hardest so 
like, do you, uh, like, so I know you've been graduated. So like, do you miss, you know, playing like, you know, just like team oriented basketball, like. Yeah, for sure. I definitely miss, you know, competing, competing with you know, my fellow teammates, competing at like a high level. Uh, you know, that's, I've been a competitor for as long as I can remember. And so to like step away from that, I definitely miss it. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. uh, so I know, so what position did you play? You played, like, I, I want to be wrong about this. You played <laughs> shooting guard, point guard? Shooting guard, not point yeah. guard, shooting guard. Well, sometimes I played point guard. I was really like, during my time there, I played at all five positions. Like one time we did, we ran a small lineup and I was playing center, so. But my main position was shooting guard, yeah. Shooting guard, gosh. So you were like like off ball type of player, like kind of like a kind of like a Kobe Bryant, like off ball shooter off the, yep. off the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw them like I saw them highlights. They were going off like Curry. <laughs> speaking, well, yeah, speaking of Curry, to. speaking of Curry, what what year? Um, I remember you. I remember you showed us a picture, and and I thought you were lying about this. Like, <laughs> when you showed us a picture, like speaking of Curry, like did you meet the man himself? Yeah. I met him, you know, when uh, he was playing Davidson. I mean, Charlotte was playing Davidson, and, mm. you know, he used to go to Davidson. That was, like, his school that he went to. Got and it. during that time where Charlotte men's basketball was playing Davidson men's basketball, the Warriors were playing the Charlotte Hornets. And mm. so he, able, he was able to catch a game, and he was, like, sending the fans. And then after the game, he went out to the loading dock, and me and my teammate at the time, C, we were like, oh, shoot, like, He's right out of the building lock. So we walked out the door, and lo and behold, there he is right there. He was cool. We told him, yeah, Steph, like, with the Splash sisters, and he flipped up with us. So that was a dope moment. Yeah, sure. and, like, I was just going to ask, like, how do you – like, I know you're the star on the team. Like, how do you coordinate that picture with him? Like, I mean, obviously, it was, it was no pandemic going on, so you can, you know, so right. lenient. But, like, how did you get that picture? Though? Like, that's, it was like I, – I think you can make that in, like, an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably, but yeah, it was just, you know, by chance, like, he just happened to be in the same spot that we were, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was real cool about it, it was just, like, security guard was right there, and he was, like, like, we asked to take a picture, and stuff was, like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool, so he was here, he was, he's a dope guy. Yeah, I think I saw Curry, um, back when I was, I lived in Maryland, they were, they were playing the, um, like, the Wizards, and I was, like, um, courtside, but I was, like, behind the, uh, the basket, so, like, I, I got, like, a, a good view, but at the time, like, he wasn't really as, I mean, he was known, but he wasn't really as, you know, big. As yeah, he wasn't as MVP now. Right, he, he still had, like, like, the baby yet. face and stuff, like, yeah, um, yeah. but, like, um, what, did you ever get to chop it up with him, like, talk a little bit, like, shortly, like, and, and if you did, like, what, um, did it change your mindset of how you play the game? Like, because obviously he's a precision shooter. So mm-hmm. did you take that? Obviously you watch video and tape on him. Like, did you ever, like, you know, take some stuff from him and, like, you know, incorporate that into your game? Um, I, I mean, I, he didn't, like, personally give me anything, any words of advice or anything. One thing uh, he did do was once we told him that we were, like, the splashes, he told us to keep splashing. But one thing I can say, about his game is like he's like super confident so no matter if he missed five seven eight in a row he's gonna shoot the next one as if he's gonna make it so I definitely took took that piece of his game and try to like apply that mindset into my game whenever I was shooting going through those like shooting slumps yeah I feel like it's it's the same thing as like with Giannis like I saw Giannis um he played the Wizards like he was like 
big dude. Like I saw him courtside, tall, like seven foot. It's the same thing. Like he wasn't really as okay. He was popular at the time, but like you look at him, like how he's like you know gain weight. And look at Curry, like, you know, he was, you know, a still a good shooter, but, like, he's this, in 2021, 2020, like, he is, like, yeah, he's having the best shooting, best shooting season. <sighs> exactly. Like, um, like, so, yeah, th- th- that was going to go into my, and, like, to, like, my next segment. Like, do you think that, uh, I'll talk to my brother about this. Like, do you think Curry um, has changed um, the way we look at a three-point? Because think about it, like, when, back in the 90s, 80s, like, big men were, like, criticized for shooting the three, you know? Mm-hmm. And ever since Curry got to the league, I mean, obviously, like, Kevin Love shooting threes, like, uh, Kevin Durant, all these big men, Jokic from the Nuggets. Nikola, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Nikola Jokic, which he's... Um, so, do you think... I mean, obviously, I know your answer to this, but, like, do you think Curry has had a major impact on the three-pointer? I definitely did. I definitely think he changed the game with his style of play. Just, you know, going to St. Period in general with Quay Thompson. Um, yeah, there is just, I don't know, I think it's like a very, it's a fun aspect to the game. And it, it like, it adds a level of difficulty. Um, and I think it's pretty cool that now that people's games are expanding, like, Mm-hmm. Now you got Joe and B shooting threes, like these well, seven, at, seven at foot people shooting, stepping out shooting a three. So I think it, it's fun to watch one, and I think it's good for the game. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah. but like you know, like if you were a big man, like cause I used to play um basketball. I mean, we're not high school, but like, like all my coaches would be like, "What the heck, Jordan? Why are you shooting that three? Like, because I was a big man. But now it's yeah. okay to shoot the three now. So. Right. Actually, like the next question, do you are you a for or against? Because I heard the NBA is um thinking about um expanding the three point line. Like, are you thinking that that's gonna happen? Like, because of Curry, like maybe uh, like, like I don't know. Court. I feel like it, it shouldn't even matter because he's proven that he can shoot it from half court, from the logo, from the hash, from the hash mark. So if you extend the three pointer, that's just gonna make it harder for everybody else that really doesn't have that range that like Steph has or like Damian Lillard right. players like that. Um, yeah, like that's just. Um, do you do you have a deep shot like Curry? Um, <laughs> not. I'm, I'm, I have a pretty decent range, but not. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable with just pulling up from the half court, look, making it look effortless. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, like, so speaking of the pandemic, um, I know I don't know if you listen to my other podcasts, but like, how do you think um both NBA and WNBA? How do you think both um organizations dealt with the pandemic with the whole bubble? Um, I think they did a really good job with trying with keeping everybody safe. I feel like there was hardly any COVID cases during the bubble time. Um, they kept everybody fed. A lot of there, I don't think there was few and far between injuries, so they had facilities to keep players strong, stuff like that. And I also like the fact that you know they used their platform to speak about social injustices and you know speak about things that they felt. Uh, weren't right in this world so I give them I give them kudos for that did you um were you kind of like when you're watching the all the games like were you kind of nervous like when that game against the Bucks I think it was the Bucks and the Magic where you didn't see the mm-hmm. Bucks on the court like were you like did you have something in the back of your mind telling you that hey um I don't as long as we get this these issues out in front and then they or like did you want them to continue playing like like yeah I definitely as a basketball as a basketball fan, I definitely wanted to see them continue playing. So I was actually kind of hurt to, to see, like, 
that they potentially were going to end the season. So I definitely didn't want that to happen. But I'm glad, you know, they came to a decision to, you know, still play, but still voice out their opinions on injustices and things like that. Yeah, because um, I, I listened to one of LeBron's, um, like, road tripping podcasts with um, him and um, Richard Jefferson. And he was saying, like, like on spot, like, he didn't because obviously he's the face of the uh, NBA. So right. whatever he says goes. So he was mm-hmm. saying, look, listen, I'm be- well, I think at the time he was 35. I think he's 36 now. He, um, he had mm-hmm. a birthday in December. He was saying how like, um, listen, like we were planning on leaving the bubble. Cause mm-hmm. like we weren't, we weren't sure. Like, cause I think he's part of the WNBA PA with yeah. Chris Paul. And yeah, uh, yeah. they were saying, listen, like, come up with a concrete plan of of continuing this uh this thing on or if not then we're leaving but so I feel like if LeBron left it was like a domino effect so if mm-hmm. LeBron because obviously they were going to get to the championship regardless because it was LeBron and AD but like so what do you think about that like do you think that I mean obviously LeBron has a powerful voice and other players in the league um so yeah what do you think about that like if LeBron left the bubble in the Lakers, like. Uh, yeah, I think that would have been crazy. But if that's what they felt that they had to do at the time to, you know, do some change or see some change happen in the world, then I had nothing to do but respect it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see any differences in the way they care, like the WNBA and the NBA? Because I think the WNBA did a fabulous job um, with even the NBA. Um, but more, I saw more on the WNBA side with um, mm-hmm. their, they were like the black shirt with the Brandon Taylor. And like, yeah. um, I think every game they, they praised some, um, somebody that was, you know, shot or killed or whatever um, in like in their city. So I feel like the WNBA did a really good job of promote of I hate to say promoting, but promoting right. like Black Lives Matter. So how do you think, mm-hmm. do you think in your opinion, do you think the WME did a slightly better job with promoting and um getting the getting racial injustice and you know the Black Lives Matter movement out in front? Or do you think it's kind of even how they did it? In the bubble. Yeah, I think they kind of led the way in the sports world because not many people like organizations were really, you know, talking about these injustices until the WNBA started to do it and then everybody else kind of like caught on. And also like love the fact that everybody in the WNBA on their jerseys every game, they had like Breonna Taylor's name like on everybody's jerseys. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, think, yeah, I, I think they brought up the like the... um. They had like I think they were white or black shirts. They had like bullets in them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I forgot what team had them, but it was like like uh, I think it was like I'm not sure who they were talking about, but they had like seven. Jacob Blake with the seven Jacob, shots. Yep, yeah. Jacob, yep, yeah. Yep, they had that. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I think that WNBA was like the front runner and the they were the forefront of making that movement. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, speaking of W of the WNBA, like as do you have any players you follow? Like, cause I'm not gonna, I'm not, I mean, the only people I know is like Sabrina and um, uh, what's her name from the Liberty? Um, yeah, oh. her, I know like Brittany Griner, like. Um, yeah, I know you know Taya Cooper. I know you know Taya oh, Cooper. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, like everyone, every guy knows her. Yeah. Did she play for LA Sparks? Yeah. So she played with Candace Parker? No, Candace Park is actually on the Chicago Sky now, but oh, she did she play traded? last year. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Maya Moore, but she had to step away. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if she, if she, I think she had a kid, I think, or... Uh, no, she stepped away for, again, for social injustice. Somebody was wrongfully convicted. And oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then there's... A bit, um, so, speaking of W, I was going to say, like, so, what... Because um, I think I saw... Like I don't really, like I don't really get on Facebook like that though. But I saw like a post. It was like a picture of I think LeBron and who is the um she uh, what's her name Sue Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was like stats of like the different viewerships and stuff with the WNBA and NBA and the pay rate and stuff. So yeah. what do you think um uh with you being a college athlete D one star? How do you think the WNBA going forward should promote the league and um and get more viewers? Because obviously, you know, people want to see dunks and alley oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? First, one point, what do you think the WNBA should do to bring more viewers in? It's like a two-part question. That uh, and then the second part is how can we um, as women and men, like recognizing th- these other women basketball players, because I don't know, like I-, I know a select few. I can name like at least a good five <laughs> yeah. right now. Like, and some coming into the league, like um, who's that girl from UConn? That- that's that's nice, the point guard. Um, Crystal. She has a lot of swagger. Like she, I love her swagger. Like, uh, yeah, she's the she's point- in the league I now. Becker, I think Becker. Oh no, she she's still in college. She's a freshman. Like with women's basketball, I don't know if you know, you have to stay all four years. Oh really? Is, yeah. Is that in women's basketball? Yeah, just women's. Yeah. So you have to stay there all four years. Yeah, that's yeah, so. But they're, think, they're thinking about changing it now, but right. yes, yeah, it's still a rule because you know it's not fair for her to sit in college when she's clearly a pro. Like she could play so, at that level. So what's her name again? Paige Becker. Paige Becker. Oh, yeah, yeah. she is nice. Yeah, she's she nice. nice. Yeah. And then who's that girl from um, Stanford? Um, oh, what's her name? Wilson. Short, Anna Wilson. Anna. She's yeah. She's the short black black. Yeah, that's you know, that's Russia Wilson's nice. sister. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but like, so like, what do you? How do you think that like, for people who don't know these players and like these NBA WMA stars, how can the league you know promote better promote? Because a lot of a lot of women a lot of women in the league are complaining like oh the men are getting a higher pay raise and you know getting millions and we're getting only like thousands of dollars yeah. and and some of these women have babies and they need like you know that money for support and stuff so how do you right. feel like obviously you think that they should get paid a lot more for their mm-hmm. talent so like yeah. what's your mindset on on the whole on that um well I do know that the WNBA is making strides to, you know, better play, better pay their players um, from the promoting standpoint. I don't know. I think they're doing a pretty fair job. I think the problem is that, you know, viewers are expecting it, the women's game to be like the men's game when that's, you can't, you can't expect that because one, you know, they're, I don't know, men obviously are built different than women. And so I, I just think, I do know that like from watching uh, college basketball, March Madness previously, this, like two months ago, that viewers have been, you know, tuning in more. Like, I feel like people are tuning in a lot more to women's basketball than they have in the past. And I think, you know, we're in the right direction. You know, just got to keep promoting, keep 
playing at a high level and then eventually they'll get there and eventually they'll be making more money and eventually a lot of people are going to know these WNBA players and I'm excited for the future of the women's game. Right, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to pull up this, the, the picture that I had on Facebook. All right, I think I found it. So under the Sue Bird's category, it says that 17 seasons. So basically they're comparison LeBron and Sue Bird. Um, right. So Sue Bird, so she has 17 seasons in the WNBA. I think she's, is she still in the league? Mm-hmm. So her 18th season this year. So I would say, okay, I guess they're both in the year 18. So I would say both in the league, um, 18 years. Of, they both have four NBA, or championships. Um, but the 2020 salary that Sue Bird got was 215000 mm-hmm. Um, Her bonus for winning the 2020 finals was 11000 Then if you look at LeBron, um, I guess it was 18 years, four NBA championships. His salary was $37.44 million. Mm-hmm. Um, his bonus in 2020 for winning the finals was 370000 So looking at those numbers, what do you, like, obviously that's a big, I, I see you're shaking your head. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, so what do you think yeah. about that? Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, his bonus alone is more than she's made over her 18-year career. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, the, the women's game started, what, in 1996, so it was about 25, 25 years old. Um, they have way fewer teams, and people are just starting to catch on to, you know, and appreciate women's sports. So I, you know, I can understand where that, you know, that pay discrepancy is, but, uh, you know, they, they definitely got to be paid more. I don't, I wouldn't say that, well, I guess they could be paid just as much because, you know, they they play they have just as much talent as the men they just you know men run faster and jump higher so you, you can't fault them for that like that's it's just by bi- biology like you know what I mean so right well okay you bring up a good point so like talking about athleticism like give us a run through of like if you remember like the different give us a day-to-day like two-a-day workout for us that don't know, like, what was your being in college and stuff like at UNC Charlotte? Like, what was like a typical practice like? Like, were the coaches always on you about like the dieting and stuff and like getting, you know, staying, like getting enough sleep mm-hmm. and stuff? So, like, tell like, give us a run through about like the daily routine of like a practice. Well, yeah, for so practices, um, we would practice for three hours, like, especially preseason, we practice for three hours straight. Um, as the season went on, We'll probably get like a few short practices in, maybe like an hour, two, two hours, two and a half. But for the most part, we practice three hours every day. We had like one off day, like on a Sunday. Um, and in those practices, we did a whole bunch of type of drills. We did defensive drills, rebounding drills. We obviously went over our offense. Um, we went over scout, scout review, which is, you know, preparing for the opposite team, your opponent. Um, and then like nutrition wise they tried to like make sure we weren't eating fried foods like the night before or right before the game uh load up on carbs pre-game um what else uh yeah and then off season obviously you have like run workouts get ourselves in shape like conditioning and then we would uh weight lift uh during the season we I think we weight lifted like once or twice a week um and off season we lifted pretty much like four or five days a week 
And so, yeah, they definitely made sure that we were ready for, uh, for battle and stuff like that. And, you know, facilities, like I said earlier, they were, they were you know, nice facilities up to par. So they had us, they had us right. Yeah, fortunately, I never got to go up there. I think my brother went up there to see y'all. I never got to see you play. I, I, well, I know I saw you, like, in AAU. We went to, like, Florida. No, I remember, you came, you came to ODU. Well, OD, well, I didn't go, like, to USC Charlotte. Oh, yeah, yeah. You um, Charlotte. But, uh, I mean, I, 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 I remember you uh, playing, like, where the, I mean, like, the NBA bubble was. Or, or you, you were doing the AAU tournament. Yeah. I remember AAU, that going yeah. to Florida, going to, like, the Worldwide, there was AFCAN Worldwide. Like, I think yeah, that's where they hit the bubble at. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like. Um. So, uh, if there was one, um, if there, if there were a few players you want, if you wanted to go to the, to the WNBA, like what players would you want to play with? Ooh, um, I would want to play with probably Janice Parker just because you know she's one of the WNBA. She's a legend like a living legend she's one of she's a WNBA giant um who else well, I think would be pretty cool I always like watching Simone Augustus um I really like her game Chelsea Grant would be cool to play with um I think that's her name yeah did you ever have like when so your senior like junior senior year like did you ever have in the back of your mind that you like wanted to like go to the WNBA because like you know boy or girl like we, we all have dreams of going to the league like at some point yeah. like, did you ever think of it in your mind that you want to like push your game more further and like improve yourself and then make it go to the WNBA like um yeah I, I definitely like you know that was especially when I was growing up and playing basketball that was one of my dreams to you know, strive to make it to the WNBA, but, uh, you know, it didn't happen that way, and, you know, I'm not upset about it, it's just, you know, you set your goals high, and you try to, if you set your goals high, you're going to land somewhere in that area, so, I, yeah, I had an opportunity to, you know, try to go play pro, but I turned it down, just because of lagging injuries and stuff like that, so. Got you, got you, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, so, like, are, are there any teams that uh that we should keep an eye out for in like the WNBA? Like, I know we see the, like like the Liberty, uh, like New York Liberty. I know the LA Sparks. I know Washington mm-hmm. Mystics. We oh, see. I don't know who is the girl that's on the Mystics. Um, Elena Deladon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She actually um came out like like uh, like a couple of years saying that her pay raise was like low too like she was really like you know pissed like you know we're mm-hmm. getting all this like you said all the talent and she she had all the talent mm-hmm. um and like she's getting low pay raise so I feel like yeah they, they, they need to assess that like at least like give them a million at least or two million at least right. or yeah. um so back, back to the uh like the wait so is the W? I'm confused. Is the WWE season before the NBA season, or are they the same? Because I feel like the drafts and like they're not like. Well, usually during like non-pandemic time, the women will play during the summer, um, and then obviously the men play throughout uh, fall, winter, <laughs> spring, pretty much till the end of June. But now I know they're like in training camp right now, so. Uh, it seems like they're like back in with their, you know, back in par after playing in the bubble. 
so yeah i think their season is coming up because they're doing like media days and everything on social media so got you got you um i mean i i know i don't want to bring this up but i know like i know kobe bryant you know uh it's been a what over a year since his tragic death um i know it took a toll on all of us um even mm-hmm. though he wasn't like an immediate family member but like how do you are there any words that you can tell us that you know that you know that was on your mind at the time like I know like you're probably like nah this can't be true like yeah I when I found out I was like dumbfounded like I cannot believe it one of my that's my favorite player of all time like I couldn't believe that him and his daughter and you know everybody else that was on that air and on that helicopter like that happened to them like I definitely cried like I'll never forget that day and that moment when I found out um yeah it was just, it was just a rough time it was and it was like going into my you know Kobe year you know how people say I was turning 24 that year so oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know it was rough so yeah just just seemed like I'm not Gigi was a third he was 13 or 14 right like something like that yeah around that age so she was like you know she um I think Kobe had that Mama Fita um like mm-hmm. camp and like mm-hmm. just you know um unfortunately I, I never got to see Kobe live uh play, or, or play live which is kind of like I feel bad for not you know seeing him um yeah but like just knowing that like you know he was 40 I believe 40 or 41 when he passed and like he was on his like second like, even though it's happening over a year ago, I'm still, like, emotional, like, just talking about it. But yeah. we have to talk about it. Like, I just feel like, you know, he was in his second chapter, um, you mm-hmm. know, dealing. He was, he, actually, I think I think he was going to coach a women, women's team, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, those he was girls, coaching his daughter. Those girls were ballers. Like, those, mm-hmm. they were ballers. Yeah. Uh, I remember when um my friend Joe, um he was at, I think he was at that net. Like you didn't know that like that popular picture on social media of um Kobe. He was like he was in the orange sweats sweatshirt. I think he was at the yeah, Nets game or thing. He was at yeah. like my friend Joe saw him. I think that the night before. Mm-hmm. I think he was flying to Philly. I think or flying out of Philly. I believe. But he, mm-hmm. I think he was at the Nets game. But like everyone that I know was like shocked. Like yeah. And then sure. seeing Jordan Michael Jordan tear up like because that was his brother. You know at the was it. It wasn't a viewing. It was like it's like the ceremony, or mm-hmm. um, just like everyone just you know just tearing up. But but it sucks to say because isn't the Hall of Fame coming up? The Hall of Fame like ceremony and stuff coming up. Yeah, I believe so. that you know he's not going to be there. You know, receive that you know award. That love, yeah. The Hall of Fame. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely want to send my condolences out to Kobe for sure and Gigi and everyone who's on that plane. But um, yeah. let's let's get to some lighter uh topics. So back to the NBA. Um, yeah. Who are you keeping tabs on the season? Like, do you know what's going on this season? Like, what's um, who's your team? I mean, I don't really have a team. I'm, I like to follow players. I'm just like a basketball fan, so I like to follow players more than actual teams. So people that I enjoy playing right now, people that I enjoy watching playing right now. Jason Tatum, um, Kyrie, Katie, like that trio is gonna be is gonna be fun to watch during the playoffs. Um, 
I like watching the Lakers play sometimes. Uh, Bradley Beal, fun to watch. Um, John Morant. Luca is really, really fun to watch. That dude is. Yeah, he's no. like a magician. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I obviously Steph, like, it's what he's doing over there and without Clay. It's just, you know, it's unbelievable. He's setting records. Um, set a record for the month of April with the most threes made in one month. So that's fun to watch. He's freaking lighting it up. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look, like, you look, you bring up a good point. Like, Jason Tatum, has, he dropped like 60 points the other night. Mm-hmm. Legendary um, night for him. It sucks for, uh, for Murray on the Nuggets, like the way he went out with that ACL. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he, was, he was going off too. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely Curry. So who are you rocking with? Are you rocking with the Warriors? Like, are you just like floating? Like, are you a Laker fan? Like, <laughs> um, I'll probably, I'll probably pick like what team that I really want to win it. Probably like when playoffs starts, when I like you know watch all the people that are in the playoffs. When I watch their games, but as of right now, um, yeah, I don't really have a team that I'm set in stone. Right. With. Um, you probably you want the Lakers to win. Oh, of course, but I don't know. Like, I'm I'm scared because you know, um, LeBron. I believe AD hasn't hasn't really fully played since like what February, March. Mm-hmm. LeBron had the ankle injury, but I I was kind of like, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was saying how like, okay, yeah, LeBron, AD, they were hurt at some point, but I feel like they were like resting up, you know, for like you know the kind of like low key resting up. I, I mean, I could have been wrong. They could have been, like, you know, really hurt. I mean, I believe he was hurt. LeBron was hurt for a couple of weeks. But I feel like LeBron and AD kind of sat out to get healthier. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I want the Lakers to win. But mm-hmm. I'm scared because, like, you know, we're dropping, we're losing games. Um, Y'all what, um, like, six seed right now? Six seed. Or, I think we're floating between six and fifth seed, like. Um, yeah. But still – like LeBron doing those things at that age, like it's, it's crazy. But then he just said that, like you know, he said he he don't think his body's gonna be right 100. Mm-hmm. percent So we need him 100 percent with AD because you know, like you said, you got the Nets, the Bucks, mm-hmm. Giannis. Um, we got Philly. Um, I mean, the Nets had their problems too, like you know, Harden being out. I'm not sure when he's coming back. Yeah. He's kind of like if he he's always he always gets he always gets he always gets injured a lot. Uh, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie and uh, oh, yeah. Katie's got iffy like fifty like because he's always like you know getting hurt too. Mm-hmm. But um, we can't not talk about the Phoenix Suns and what they're oh, doing over yeah. there. Yeah, I forgot about Devin Booker. Oh. Yeah, and Devin Booker. He's Devin Booker really going on too. Season. Yeah, yeah. I, I like he made his first playoff uh, this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. And possibly Zion kick it in too. Possibly yeah. with the playing tournament. Oh yeah, the ball boys. Yeah, Zion. Yeah. Ball boys. Uh, Lonzo and Lamelo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. came like Lamelo came back. I thought he was gonna be out for the season. Yeah, he came back. Balling. Yeah. Well, actually, I was gonna ask you about that. Like about the playing tournament. How do you feel about that? Because I know I don't think we, I don't know if you saw LeBron's statement like whoever made this idea with this should get fired. Like, how do you think oh, of the playing game? Like, yeah. Like, how do you? Oh, I think it makes it interesting, you know, and if you weren't, you know, if you're in the bottom seas, like prove, prove that you can, you know, 
be in the playoffs. Like, I feel like, you know, that's a nice little wrinkle that they're throwing it in. Make it interesting. Um, do something new. Keep it fresh. So I, I like the idea of it. God, yeah. Um, just oh, I forgot about the Knicks too. The Knicks are doing good oh, yeah. too. Like they my are. boy, um, my boy Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Uh, I know him. He used to. Well, I didn't play with him or against him, but he lived. He he uh went to school, went to school at uh, John Carroll in Maryland. So like it's crazy uh-huh. to see him like you know doing his thing too. Like D Rose, yeah. like, mm-hmm. former MVP, doing his thing, cooking up Julius Randle, going off. Julius like, Randle, RJ Barrett, another big man that shouldn't be shooting the three, but he's shooting. He's shooting yeah, like he's out. Shooting it. Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, Norman's Noel's going off too. Like with the blocks, he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a, I mean, that's scary. Like if the Knicks, because the Knicks, they're like the Mecca, like MSC is like the Mecca of like the basketball. Like everyone wants to go there to play, but they, yeah. they've always been horrible. But now mm-hmm. they're different. Like, they, they, you know, they, I feel like where the Knicks and the Nets are, I feel like, like the Knicks, Knicks are better a little bit. Because they're, I mean, I got to see it. Well, when they get full, fully healthy, the Nets, yeah, they're better. But right now, like, the yeah, the Knicks are rolling right now. Plus, Tom Thibodeau, he's pulling their team together and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so who do you? I mean, who do you see like making at the East and the West in the NBA? Um, I would like to see the Nets come out the East, and I mean if. If the Lakers are going to be 100%, I would like to see that matchup because I think it would be fun. If not, then I would like to see Steph with the Warriors. And then, or if not them, then I would like to see the Suns in the final. So. Interesting. I, I, I feel How like about they, you? What you think? Uh, out of the East, it will have to be either the Nets. Um, the Nets, I would say, um, the Bucks have a shot with Giannis, and Giannis, you know, does this thing because um, they're clicking too, with like Chris Millicent, mm-hmm. um, Drew Holiday, yeah. Um, who else out of the East? I feel like Philly with uh, Joel Embiid. Um, so I see, so I, I see those couple teams out the East and the West. I see if the Lakers can like get healthy. Um, I'll see the Lakers with uh, the Nuggets. I want mm-hmm. I want to see Zion get his shit, but I don't know. Um, it's, yeah, I don't. It's kind of like I think it's too early for them. I think yeah, I think they're. It's, I think it's too late for them. Um, who else? Um, I can see like the uh, the Mavs getting in, sneaking in mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I really want to see the Lakers win it. Um, that would be crazy, like if they win it with all back to back. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the. Uh, the Eastern Conference because we got some some good teams like with the Hornets, the Celtics. If they can get it together, like they will be fun to watch with Kemba, Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, but like, yeah, but like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, but before I uh before I end the show though, I gotta I got a little like like I'm about to do do, do something real quick. So my cousin uh this. Uh, made this brand right. Uh, Sly. Yes, Wait, it's called Sly, right? Yes, sir. Sly. So tell, so tell the, so tell the viewers what, like what Sly's about. Like if people don't know about. It. Well, Sly, as the most basic form, is basically like a streetwear accessory brand. Um, 
I call it slide because that's like a slang term of like leaving or, you know, pulling up. So with these accessories, they're going to be used like when you're out sliding, like when you slide to the city, you slide to your homie's house, you know. Um, I like that. I like that. So like, yeah. um, I, like I know like other like bags and like, um, like other like, like flip flops. Yeah. So for the first drop I had, uh, crossbody bags, fanny packs, and I had face masks and also like backpacks, which, but those are sold out right now. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Word? Yeah, sold wow. out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. But yeah, if y'all want to check it out, you can, uh, uh, go shop at sly-brand.com. And then you can follow me on Instagram, which is SL underscore IDE. Mm-hmm. And also on Twitter, which is SL underscore IDE underscore. So yeah, y'all check it out. Yeah. Um, come shop. So it's Sly. So I just want to make it clear. So it's Sly. Is it, did you make up the company or is it something like you, is it, is it a already made up company and you're like kind of like putting the products out? So is it your company? No. Yeah, it's my company. Word, my, you know, word. my idea. I went to a graphic. Uh, graphic artists told them you know my vision my idea they came up with created the logo um sent my logo off to manufacturers told them you know my designs and colorways and everything that I would like you know they shipped out the samples got a photo shoot done built the website out and then um I mean I was gonna I mean I just thought about this maybe they can like maybe slide your company can sponsor my company we can work together you know what i'm saying yeah for sure yeah Word. yeah yeah um so you said that your graphic designer did the whole design and stuff well actually i went to like a, it's like a website and they they host like pretty much like a contest and so i had hundreds of hundreds of graphic designers you know sending me um different logos and i picked out the best one and paid them paid them through the website so word word yeah, yeah I, I, I'm trying to get a new a cover. Uh, I'm trying to get a cover art for my podcast, like other than this, like basic little basketball, like maybe yeah, get my, definitely. Like, my face in there or something like that or something. Yeah, you can go to that website. I'll you know shoot shoot it shoot it over to you in a sec, and you can sure. you know have a build a contest and tell them your ideas, and then sure. it'll be you can uh, tell them like to go back and like revise it and everything as many times as you want. So, so like how much Definitely. like. Like, does it cost anything to uh? Yeah, like... yeah, you, yeah. That's the cost is like the prize money for the uh for the artist. Oh, so gotcha, gotcha, that's gotcha. how you pay them. Um, but yeah, there's you know there's different uh options that you can choose up there. It's fairly inexpensive, very affordable. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, did y'all hear that, fans? Like, we could be seeing a. JJL Sports Talk Show Slide Partnership Summer 2021 Fall. Like, that'd be lit, yo. Like, word. But um, I appreciate you, Amaya, for coming on. Um, you're more than welcome no to come on other episodes. Maybe you can invite some other, maybe some of your players on, maybe um that you still have contact with, maybe like for another episode. Mm-hmm. And um, but I love you, Cuzzo. Uh you stay too, safe though. and hopefully I'll I'll see y'all like this fall or like next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Y'all need to come down and come see this new baby. Um, I, I'm trying to see both babies, baby E and yeah. baby A. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Episode 10. This is this wraps up episode 10, uh, season one. Um, tune in for season uh, 
episode one, season two uh, on the way. So thank you all. Thank you. Peace, love.